Chapter 1. Do you have what it takes? Your belief in yourself is the single biggest factor in determining your business ownership future. Business ownership is not for everyone, and that's a fact. It can't be. In my own experience, I never really dreamed I would own a business, and when the thought started, I certainly had a lot of serious doubts as to whether I could operate my own enterprise. Of course, it's much easier not to do something, avoid the torment in your mind and the real possibility of failure. However, the thoughts for me persisted, and it's my experience so far in life that most things are not as hard as you imagine. You may well delightfully surprise yourself as to what you can do and achieve, and yes, you will make mistakes. It's only human, especially when you attempt to do something new or something you've not done before. But you will learn. Nobody was born knowing how to walk, but somehow we learned, and nobody fails at learning to walk, as hard as it is. But it's also worth saying that as a small child, nobody would have said that you couldn't do it. You wouldn't have said to yourself that you couldn't do it. You just have seen everyone around you walking and you'd have kept trying and trying until you succeeded. There's a huge lesson in this, one that you already discovered, that as we grow, we somehow learn to doubt ourselves. Doubt creeps in. However, learning to doubt ourselves is the lesson best forgotten. While it's advantageous to know your industry and your market inside out, as a real estate agent and for anyone embarking on setting up a business, it's not an absolute requirement. Interestingly, at one agency, we have numerous members who have come to us as business owners from other industries. These are people who have not worked in real estate previously, but have experience in business ownership with great sales and people skills. My tip. There is no doubt you can be successful in real estate business ownership if you're a natural with people. They relate well to you and you have a genuine interest in helping them. The rest of what you need to know can be learned. Everything can be learned and Google can be your best friend, even if it's just to find the right people to delegate to and research information. It helps to understand the way the cogs of enterprise work, even if you don't know how to actually do it yourself. So you can ask the right questions to be sure the people you outsource to actually know what they're doing. Another important factor in business success is confidence. I certainly wasn't born with very much of it. In fact, I've been on very shaky ground at times in my life. Faking it until you make it is actually okay. It's not like you need to fake your knowledge of real estate, but faking the confidence of being backed by a much larger agency can help you get that listing. Don't forget that confidence breeds success. Walking into a listing presentation like you belong there is important because first impressions are made in seconds. But I don't mean swagger in with a huge ego. There's nothing more off-putting. And always be present. Listen first, pay attention, and then formulate your response. Being comfortable in yourself, in your body language and presentation are all non-verbal cues to your personality, so take note and be natural. When going for a listing presentation, give the marketing very careful thought and then make your presentation with confidence. I knew an agent who was practically unbeatable. Well, unbeatable by me anyway. He apparently just informed the vendors that his marketing technique was proven beyond doubt, as he had employed his method so many times successfully, and so when did they want him to commence? Needless to say, unless he grossly offended them, as the tale is told, he usually walked out with a signed agreement, with little fuss. It just shows how powerful confidence can be. Success in business is firmly founded on the confidence of the leader.
If you lack confidence, at least on the outside, it will be very easy to lose belief in yourself and ultimately your business will start to reflect your lack of belief in it. Our emotions often play a major role in how we think and acting on the basis of how we are feeling is an emotional response. Be careful of allowing emotions to dictate the way you think. If feelings of inadequacy come to the surface, you need to look for facts that challenge those thought processes. My tip. Consider your past experiences and focus on the things you have achieved, not the things you haven't yet managed. The so-called unbeatable agent didn't start out that way. I'm a great believer in staying focused and not allowing yourself to fall into the trap of feeling overwhelmed. Yes, making the decision to set up in business can be terrifying if you consider every single aspect as a mountain that you need to conquer immediately. Consider it a small hill that can be walked up gradually and pace yourself. Take it one step at a time. And don't forget, you don't have to be in it alone. Sometimes it's best not to think about something for too long because it's too easy to think up reasons not to do it. The thing about negative thoughts is that they are much more powerful. For instance, if you're having a great day with lots of positive things happening, then something negative occurs, it can ruin your whole day if you let it. And you don't need to be a university graduate to start a business. Regardless of your educational status, you have the opportunity to own and operate your very own successful real estate business, which is very liberating if you've ever felt underqualified. This is great news as it puts business ownership within reach of everyone. There are plenty of university graduates who drive Ubers, so having the best credentials is not always a guarantee of success. But it's amazing what can happen when you actually decide to do something, and coming to that decision can be much harder than the challenges you'll face once you've taken your first step. My first business, a small rundown office, is a good example, which I expand on in Chapter 3. It was a really big leap of faith for me, especially because of my lack of confidence in my ability to manage the back-end business. Well, it just so happened that there was a bookkeeper that came with the business, who was inexpensive and wonderful. So my deep fears of inadequacy disappeared immediately. My initial first step was the hardest, but once I'd taken it, I was able to get straight into gear with listing and selling property and proving to myself that I could be successful. Another factor that helped me in my first business was my sales experience when applied to rentals and building a rent role. I started targeting rentals and trying to get new rental managements and found that when I was up against other agents, I won practically every time. Why? It was simply because my competition was either worn-out property managers or very young, inexperienced property managers who were no threat. Also, landlords were impressed to deal directly with the owner of the business. It gave them added confidence. I began having real success in getting property management deals very quickly and developed some great processes, which I'll happily share with anyone who asks. The processes were so good I was securing up to 12 new rental managements a month and knew that I only needed to build the rent roll once. Unlike sales, which start at zero at the beginning of each month, the rent roll serves you by moving forward with reliable cash flow and it builds a sizable asset, which I later used as collateral to buy a bigger business 10 years later. Actually, I can remember quite vividly taking an early morning walk one day thinking about the day ahead and my current business. I stopped dead in my tracks when I suddenly realised that if I kept the momentum of getting all these management agency agreements in, 
I'd end up with a very valuable business. It was another life-changing moment, as I'd never really considered ever becoming a business owner, able to operate a business, let alone a very solid and successful one. However, if the rate of growth continued, then that would be my position. This rather startling realisation further strengthened my belief in myself, which in hindsight, I really needed. So you can see, I was not full of confidence. Well, certainly not the level of confidence that you'd expect to see in a business owner. Looking back now, I can say that it's an acquired psychology. It comes to you and grows within you as you make your way down the road of business ownership, as you show and prove to yourself what you can do. Customers ultimately prefer to do business with professionals who appear competent and secure in their abilities. It's really very normal to feel apprehension when you're about to step into unfamiliar territory of any sort, let alone business ownership. And that's what I call being human. It's that basic fear that's completely paralyzing and is the root cause of people not finding the confidence to try new things and test what they are capable of doing. Confidence is a state of mind acquired and built through life experiences. So it stands to reason the more experiences you embrace, the more opportunity to build your self-confidence. It's also perfectly natural to feel apprehension and fear when making big life-changing decisions. We've all experienced buyer's remorse at some stage in our lives, but there is a solution to overcoming fear and trepidation. Firstly, be honest about the cause of your fear. Personal beliefs are extremely powerful because they form the basis of how we actually react in fearful circumstances. You should ask yourself why you feel uncertain about setting up your own enterprise. Once you can identify your fears, you can then work toward finding a resolution. There is always a rational way to deal with apprehension. Practically every agent I have met, no matter how strong they are as an agent and as a person, feels trepidation when considering opening a business. It can help to make a declaration as to the outcome of your business. By developing a mission statement about how you want your business to operate and the outcome you're aiming for, you can decrease the anxiety you'll feel when starting out. Starting a tangible result will help you redirect your energy towards reaching goals in the face of trepidation. My tip, it may also help to make a step-by-step -step plan, a checklist, set some goals you feel are reasonable and are confident about achieving. Question, how does one eat an elephant? Something big, anyway. Answer, one bite at a time. Anticipate that there will be hurdles. That's normal. Sometimes you might feel disheartened. We all have those days. What happened the last time you had a day like that? Nothing. It was just a bad day and you probably had a much better day soon after. Expect those days to happen. Take small steps towards your mission and then focus on the positives. Be afraid, but do it anyway, because when managed properly, fear can be the fuel that will propel you where you want to go. If you had no qualms about putting yourself out there as a new business owner, then as I've said, you wouldn't be human. A good philosophy I've adopted in life is a win-win attitude towards outcomes, meaning the aim is for everyone to win and mutual satisfaction can be achieved. Of course, as a business owner, it helps if you can communicate well with others. You'll need to motivate people, employees and customers, so it helps if you genuinely like people. In the real estate industry, you'll liaise and negotiate with people from all walks of life, 
all with their own agendas and personalities. Being able to empathise with all parties and consider their needs and goals is integral to good business leadership and is likely to be something you already have. Above all, never, ever create a Rolls-Royce scenario in your business. You should always try to lead by example. Good leadership is ultimately the ability to guide employees, stakeholders and customers to buy into your vision and dream and its potential to help your employees realise their own. This is underpinned by consistently demonstrating that you're looking out for their best interests. Character, integrity and consistency are your most important qualities as both a real estate agent and a business owner. Trust is a valuable currency and your word must be your bond. Being committed and passionate about your business will create enthusiasm in those around you. Passion fuels confidence and creates value by helping you lead the way rather than show the way. Of course, we're passionate about the things we are good at, but passion alone won't drive a good solid business. We need to build on that passion to create success by continuing to learn, develop and grow our skills. It does take commitment to improve skills and experience so we continually move forward and grow. But like I've said before, you don't need to go it alone. My tip, a support network of family, friends, colleagues, mentors and coaches can help you navigate past the roadblocks that can stop you dead. Do you recall my old boss with the Rolls Royce? He had a partner who was the accountant and he knew how to run the back end of the business. When I was considering going out on my own, we had a discussion over lunch about my plans and I told him I didn't feel very confident about doing all the back-end compliance that was required. He said, Well, you're certainly right about that, Paul. You know absolutely nothing about what is required. But I did know one thing for sure, that I had this burning desire to do something for myself. I can remember thinking I'd hit an insurmountable wall and feeling completely hopeless. But the next thing he said changed everything forever. Paul, even though you were absolutely hopeless at admin and compliance, unfortunately he was right, I had never written a receipt, there are people in this world who know what to do, and you can ask them. That was the most liberating news I had ever heard. Of course there are, but why hadn't I thought of that? Nevertheless, his simple advice has served me so many times over the years, when I've had inadequate experience. There have been plenty of times when my knowledge base has fallen way too short. I needed to call on other people for help, and I still do. No big deal. Advice from agents who have just set up a business is incredibly valuable, as it's real and current, and with so many doing just that, it will strengthen your decision to talk with one of them, as that will reinforce the idea that you can do it as well. I actually have a strong belief in people generally that they are way more capable than they think. When I was about 20 years old, an older guy I knew said, in a very matter-of-fact way, that I'd run a large company one day. Ha ha ha, I thought to myself. Who, me? But looking back, he may have seen something in me, something I could not see or feel as real to me. Interestingly, that is how I feel about practically every agent when I meet them. I can see the potential in people. You only need the will. The rest will come. We're all capable of so much more than we know or think we can do. It's exciting when you ponder this thought. 
What are you capable of in the future and where could you be in one or five years from now if you really wanted to develop yourself and have a go? A person I respect highly once said to me, the fastest way to grow as a human being is to be in a relationship with a person of your equal. Secondly, to have children. And thirdly, to own your own business. If you're doing all these concurrently, then you're on the growth path of your life. Hang on tight and take some time out for yourself to recharge. It's all about developing yourself, your attitude and desire to improve your situation in life. The results of that effort will be your level of success now and into the future as you continue to challenge and develop yourself. How much do you want to succeed and what are you willing to risk? How hard will you try and how far will you push yourself? Do you have the perseverance to keep going in the face of setbacks? It's fair to say that you are going to need some serious perseverance. The ability to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and go again when you just feel like giving up is essential. Perseverance is the path to success and it has certainly been the case for me. I would say the single biggest factor in the success of one agency has been my perseverance. When I started, there were literally hundreds of phone calls and meetings over years, resulting in thanks but no thanks, until eventually I got my first yes, then another yes, just like when I started my first business and this gave me the confidence to keep going, as I knew it would then simply be a matter of time. With every no thanks, I knew I would get closer to finding my next yes. Nobody will turn up and just give you success, because it's earned with hard work and determination. However, you can do it. Anyone can. That's probably the biggest short sentence in this book. Once again, you can do it, if you want it enough. Do you want it? Of course you do, and you can have it. If only I had a crystal ball back then to know how one agency would grow, as I still pinch myself when agents call, not just to inquire, but to request membership and to see if there is availability in their area. We are now what I call an overnight success after many years, which still amazes me because, after all, we started at zero, myself and Annie and our five-year-old son in our lounge room. Of course, none of us can foresee the future, but as I said at the start of this chapter, all we really need is to have a belief in ourselves. The truth about whether or not you can operate your own business is summed up brilliantly and accurately by Henry Ford when he famously said, If you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Read on to find out how.